It's Tuesday, February 21, 2012. A strike at this time would be destabilizing and wouldn't achieve their long-term objectives. Gas prices hit record highs on Iran tensions. One step closer to drilling in the Arctic. Update on Denier Gate. Fallout continues for the right-wing Heartland Institute. Plus... You plant a garden and let the earth take care of it, you're not going to get much out of it. Rick Santorum goes biblical on climate science. All of that and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. Unlike the Earth, we're intelligent, and we can actually manage things. Yeah, the Earth can't do anything without us. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Des, Rick Santorum, I don't even know where to begin with this. Uh, the Earth doesn't know how to manage things. It can't survive without man to help it along here. These comments that he is making have reached a new level in uh, in denialism, I think, among yes, the uh, Republican we, candidates. Yes, we know that climate change and science denial are litmus tests for Republican presidential candidates. And well, he has, he has moved it up, bumped it up to literally a biblical level, as if to say God disapproves of what Barack Obama is doing somehow, and that the Bible explains something completely different about science. How this squares with these comments, well, you'll have to explain this to me. Leaving things for nature, as those on the radical environmentalists would like to do. Don't touch anything. Leave it alone. Nature will take care of itself. Yes, it will. And it won't be pretty. Nature will take care of itself and it won't be pretty? Apparently nature is no good at managing itself. He rejects the very science that makes the technology possible that he uses right now in all <laughs> aspects of his campaign. Nature is ugly. He then goes on to say that it is the left who is anti-science. Make sense of this one for me, Desi Doyen. It's so funny, this party that criticizes the, the right being anti-science, but when it comes to the management of the earth, they are the anti-science ones. We are the ones who stand for science and technology and using the resources we have to be able to make sure that we have a quality of life in this country and maintain and maintain a good and stable environment. This from a guy who believes that the Earth is 6,000 years old. It's really remarkable. We'll have the full audio from this uh, speech by Rick Santorum at a campaign spot in Ohio. We'll leave it to you, dear readers, to figure out what the hell this guy is talking about. Okay, for some real news, Des, what do you have for us today? Well, speaking about man's management of nature, Shell Oil has moved one step closer to drilling in the harsh extremes of the Arctic. The Interior Department has signed off on Shell's oil spill response plan for the Chukchi Sea, which requires that Shell and the U.S. Coast Guard have oil spill response equipment, quote, nearby, or at least within an hour of travel time of the drilling area. And do we? No. Shell says it will use new and improved blowout preventers that won't fail, like the blowout preventer that failed to prevent a blowout in the BP oil disaster in the warm waters of the Gulf of Mexico two years ago. Environmental and scientific groups are likely to challenge the oil spill response plans in court. And recall that the U.S. Coast Guard has said they cannot respond if there is a spill in the Arctic. 
In the U.S., gas prices have surged to a record high for this time of year, boding ill for the summer driving season and potentially dampening the weak economic recovery in an election year, despite the fact that U.S. gasoline consumption is at a five-year low. Analysts say the record gas prices are due to speculators capitalizing on record oil industry profits, plus concern over tensions between Iran and Israel. The chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, Michael Dempsey, in a vast understatement on CNN, said the U.S is cautioning Israel against military action, saying it would be, quote, destabilizing. Denial Gate update. The fallout continues from the trove of confidential documents exposing the right-wing climate denial think tank Heartland Institute and their corporate-funded propaganda campaign to discredit climate science. On Monday, climate scientist Peter Gleit acknowledged that he was the one who tricked the Heartland Institute into turning over the documents and he released them, apologizing for what he called an ethical lapse in judgment prompted by frustration at being a target of Heartland's attacks. And these documents showed that Heartland Institute was preparing to put hundreds of thousands thousands of dollars into a disinformation campaign against climate scientists into undermining the U.S. science curriculum in our public schools. Yes, and Gleick's admission further authenticates the content in those documents. Heartland is threatening legal action now against anyone who reports on that. Hilarious considering, of course, that they promoted and lied about the content of the hacked and stolen emails of climate scientists in the so-called Climategate scandal. Have they threatened us yet? No. Then I guess we're not doing our jobs. And of course, Denial Gate has not received the same level of corporate media attention as Climategate. I'm not sure yet what I think about the tactics used to get these documents to expose these documents to the public by Peter Gleick. But we'll have much more on this in the days and weeks ahead, I suspect. You can get more right now at our website at greennews.bradblog.com. While you're there, please consider a donation to help sponsor the Green News Report. Unlike the Heartland Institute, we don't have millions of dollars to misinform the public. We must inform the public with actual facts armed only with the truth. From bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. Sorry.